damn, programmatic is hot. Yeah, it is hot. Dude, pass me a cold PBR, would you? Okay, number one, I wasn't talking about the temperature. And number two, PBR is a shitty beer. Time to upgrade to an IPA. Uh, Okay, my bad. Guessing you were talking about programmatic job advertising being hot. Yeah, that shit is everywhere and all the kids are doing it. I know, man, but there's only one company that's been doing it since 2007. Damn, 2007? Hey, man, what wife were you on in 2007? I was on number one. We don't talk about her. Focus, dude. I'm talking about Pando IQ from our friends at Pando Logic. Pando IQ's programmatic recruitment advertising platform helps employers source talent faster and more efficiently than ever thanks to predictive algorithms, machine learning, and AI. Buzzword overdose alert. Yeah, Pando is on the cutting edge of programmatic while being deeply rooted in the recruitment industry. Pando IQ provides an end-to-end programmatic job advertising platform that delivers a significant increase in job ad performance without any wasteful spending to maximize the ROI on your recruitment spend. And their AI-enabled algorithms use over 48 job attributes and more than 200 billion historical job performance data points to predict the optimal job advertising campaign. The machine does all that shit. That shit sounds expensive. Think again, Cheeseman. Pando IQ provides an end-to-end job advertising solution that delivers a significant increase in job ad performance without any wasteful spending. Sold. How do I get started? Go to pandologic.com to request a demo and tell them Chad and Cheese sent you. Ooh, they have a chat bot too that we can talk to. Oh, kill me now. Like Shark Tank? Then you'll love Firing Squad. Chad Soash and Joel Cheeseman are here to put the recruiting industry's bravest, ballsiest, and baddest startups through the gauntlet to see if they've got what it takes to make it out alive. Dig a foxhole and duck for cover, kids. The Chad and Cheese podcast is taking it to a whole other level. Oh, yeah. We're doing another firing squad on Monday, which is not a good thing for That's our not good. contestant. No, That's no, not good. No. Plus, I'm, plus, I'm really hungover from the Indy 500 yesterday, which was a, was a fun <laughs> race. What up, everybody? You were listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman, joined as always by my Batman to my Robin or something. Uh, Chad Sowash. Chad, what's up? What's up? Uh, on today's firing squad, we are featuring Adam Conrad from Great Recruiters. Not not like lousy recruiters, not but average recruiters. recruiters. Yeah, yeah, not scrub recruiters. Yeah, great recruiters. Well, the Adam, how are is, you? There are expectations that are set right out of the gate. Yeah, you can't suck if you call yourself great. You're not great until somebody says you are. In our case, it's at least thirty people with four stars. So we'll we'll get into that. <laughs> But I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Good deal, Adam. For uh, for those who don't know you, give us a little bit of uh, like a, a elongated tweet about who you are, and then we'll get into the company. Yeah, give you a little background. I've been in the staffing industry for about 20 years. Uh, like many recruiters, I, I kind of fell into it, fell in love with it. I uh, had managed recruitment teams, was running operations for about a $40 million staffing firm, handled their tech stack, their tech stack, and uh, always been an early adopter of technology and how it's going to help recruiters and really, for me, saw the need uh, to create more trust and transparency between candidates and recruiters and uh, left that career in staffing to help better support the staffing industry and recruiters as a whole and launch great recruiters. 
I'm sorry. Did you say you love recruiting? I do love recruiting. Yeah. Oh my god! Have you, had a, have you had a thorough head check on that one, Adam? No, we're all a little bit nuts. I mean, there's a lot of yeah. things you can choose to do, but I like people, and at least we can help some some people out. I mean, I know uh, it doesn't have a great reputation, but uh, hopefully, uh, I made it a lot better for many people out there. Yeah, we knew you were a little nuts when you agreed to be on the show. Chad, tell him what he's won. Well, Adam. You are going to have two minutes to pitch great recruiters. That's right. At the end of the two minutes, you're going to hear that bell. Then Joel and I will hit you with rapid fire Q&A. If your answers start to ramble or you get fucking boring, you're going to hear the crickets. That means tighten your shit up and let's get moving. At the end of Q&A, you will receive one of three grades. Number one, big applause. Back up the Brinks truck. You'll be bathing in milk and being fed grapes on a private island by the end of 2021. But seriously, that just means that you did a great job. Number two, golf clap. We kind of dig what you're doing, but you're not there yet. And you're probably going to be the one feeding the grapes. And last but not least, the firing squad. Pack up your Uh. shit, hit the bricks. Pull up that drawing board, baby, because this ain't working. And there's no private island in sight for you in this pile of shit. That's Firing Squad. Are you ready? Too late to back out or are we ready to go? (laughs) Let's do this in three, two. Awesome. So Great Recruiters is an experience and reputation management platform built for staffing firms and recruiters. So we help firms and recruiters go faster through real-time feedback. So what I've understood in my career is even the best recruiters get swallowed up by an industry's bad reputation. You simply Google recruiters are, it's evil liar, scumbag, or some of the top results. And so I know as a professional recruiter, that wasn't true for many recruiters out there. And I know there's a bunch that give us a bad reputation, but I wanted to put a platform in place that allowed recruiters to capture real-time feedback, help them operationally learn from that feedback from the candidates that they serve, realize where there are issues so they can resolve those quickly, and also to be able to promote the hell out of when they're doing a great job. So if you think about the way people buy today, people rely on reviews and data. They don't rely on what you tell them on your website. And so we help you curate the information from the people that you're working with to help you promote and differentiate your brand in the marketplace. And the end result for many of our clients uh, is that we're helping to drive and elevate, uh, empower recruiters and their sales teams. They love the feedback. They love knowing where they stand. It's helping our companies prove the quality of their services. So don't take my word for it. See what other people think about working with me. It helps increase trust and transparency. We've got some cool tools that help you to overall improve your online reputation. And ultimately, we want to help you attract more talent so you can make more placements faster. And they can find out more where, Adam? Oh, gosh, that's great. Yes, you can find more at www.greatrecruiters.com. There it is. Starting on the wrong foot. (laughs) Okay, Adam. It's uh, Monday. Walk me through this. Um, so I'm I'm a candidate. Is this a, a a a digital experience? Do I get emails and fill out surveys? Do I get a pen and paper together when I like? Walk me through how this works, nuts and bolts. So the way it works is our, our client staffing firms they are uh, soliciting real time feedback from candidates. So either throughout the recruitment process process or placements, and so they'll receive an email request, simple, just hey. Uh, it was great talking to you. would love for you to share some of your feedback. Click here to provide a review. And so every recruiter gets reviewed on five key areas. Are they genuine, responsive, experienced, advisors, and transparent? 
And that information comes into a main dashboard for operational, for recruiting management, uh, to help kind of understand where the recruiters are stacking up. Uh, and then we have the promotional side that helps you to easily share testimonials and reviews on your website and throughout social. Now, is this automated at all, or does a recruiter or someone managing this for a staffing firm sort of go through and like, okay, who do we need to ask for ask for feedback? Like, talk through that. How manual is it? Is it automatic? Yeah, actually, there's two ways. So we're we're building out our integrations. Uh, one of our deepest integrations is with Bullhorn as well as with eRecruit. We have open APIs so people can automate that feedback. We don't want people to have to work to get the feedback. We want them to manage it. But we make it really simple uh, for those that don't have the integration. They can simply just quickly upload a CSV of anybody that they placed or anybody they talked to that past week, and it fires out uh, right from the system. Uh, there's also, which what's really unique is there's a URL that every recruiter has that they can embed into their email signature. Really, it's the open door and call for action for feedback. So any recruiter engaging with any candidates out there, that candidate has the opportunity to click that link and get feedback throughout the process. So it's a nice, gentle reminder uh, for recruiters to always put their best foot forward because let's face it, nobody wants to get bad uh, reviews or bad feedback. Gotcha. And what does the competitive landscape look like for you? Are there other people doing this? Are you the lone, Are you the only one? Like, talk about that. You know, when I talk to customers who have gone out there and researched, they certainly say that we're the only one doing it the way we're doing it, and uh, and 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 we're doing it spectacularly. Um, I think you run into anybody can use a survey tool to ask for feedback, right? Mm -hmm. um, ATS is some of them are collecting NPS. Um, you could use a survey monkey. You could, you know, call somebody up and ask for feedback. But the way we do it is really centered around the individual recruiters. And I think that's really unique because we're not asking for feedback on a company. We're asking on your feedback with another human being that you're working with. So from that perspective, uh, very unique, as well as our tools that allow you to not only to take that information internal and make good decisions, but being able to take that and promote and market that information out there to the audiences you're looking to attract. Gotcha. Okay. So who is your target market? Yeah, our target market is we started in staffing. Uh, there's been a lot of interest in the talent acquisition. So, I mean, any company that really believes in the candidate experience, wants to put position themselves kind of at the top of the market is ideal. We service uh, across tons of different industries from executive search to uh, labor and commercial, healthcare staffing, IT engineering. So really, it works uh, really well depend, uh, regardless of what industry you're in mm -hmm. because it, it's human to human, right? We're still people dealing with people. So we find that it works spectacularly well uh, across all different verticals. Um, but primarily, our focus has been, uh, as we launched, is uh, the staffing industry and recruiters uh, within that industry. Okay. So talking to any top line recruiters, I mean, ones that obviously have the big names, have been in this for a very long time, much like yourself, uh, they mostly agree that 95% of recruiters just fucking suck and they're not <laughs> going to want to be rated. And so it's it's like Glassdoor. Companies fucking hate Glassdoor and they feel like they have to use it. How are you going to ensure that recruiters not just use great recruiters, but they love great recruiters. Yeah. I mean, if you look at, all right, you mentioned Glassdoor, right? That's the old way. That's people that are pissed off in the process that have probably not asked for their feedback on the experience. And they're looking for a way to get it off their chest. I mean, you just face it, you have a bad experience. You're looking to then. And that's why we see that three out of four candidates who have a bad experience are going to share that. Okay. But 
only 10% of candidates that have a good experience are willing to share that unless they're asked. And so I think the key differentiator is we take it from that old way of just being passive, waiting, reacting, monitoring to an active approach where you're actively soliciting that feedback. And then we, as I mentioned, bring that information in a way that allows you to promote and market those reviews and scores and really create transparency. So I don't agree that 95% of recruiters uh, necessarily suck. I think that a lot of times recruiters get the short end of the stick. Maybe it's the hiring manager that didn't give feedback, right? I mean, a lot of times recruiters are the ones that are getting the brunt of it. And so through our platform, we want to let them know they're in control of that experience regardless of outcome. And when you know somebody's going to rate that experience, you're going to do better up front to make sure that you're not part of that problem. And if you are, we give you the simple tools to be able to take action quickly and resolve those issues. So how do you take the recruiter out of this process through integration? So you talk about your integration with Bullhorn, which obviously pure pure staffing play there, which is awesome. How do you ensure that the recruiter isn't the one who has to hit the button? Because I could see recruiters say, oh, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I didn't I didn't send out my reviews this week, which is why we I don't have any root reviews. Yep. And that's the problem we definitely want to solve. I mean, we don't want to put any extra work on the recruiter. So with our integration, specifically like for Bullhorn, we can trigger off what their existing workflow is. So recruiters are being measured on their submittals, on their interviews, on their placements. Those are the trigger points that already exist within their workflow. So Mm -hmm. we don't ask them to do any extra work. We just piggyback that process, identify that, uh, what that trigger point is, and our system automatically sends that review request. Okay. So what about... The candidates who were not hired. Definitely. I mean, I think everybody through the process is able to provide that feedback. Either they're being asked for it because they've been submitted at one point um, or there's that open link on the recruiter's email signature. So everybody really has the opportunity to share what their experience is. I want to talk about sort of the psychology around this because. Oh, shit. (laughs) Why do job seekers care? Right. Why, why would they care? And, and right. my, my sense is that they, they would give feedback in order to help themselves get the job and have a good relationship with the staffing firm. However, I also feel like they're going to skew on the positive feedback because they think negative feedback might lead to a poor relationship with the staffing firm. Am I right? Am I on track with that? Or what's been your experience with that? I assume you disagree with that, but I'm curious about it. Well, I don't disagree because we certainly have some recruiters that that might need to, you know, reflect and see if this is the path that they really want to go down because the feedback isn't great. Um, And I think what we do is I just bring the information on those five key areas. Did I, was I genuine understander needs? Did I follow up in a timely manner? Did I, you know, have experience and knowledge of your job and industry? Did I provide any advice and guidance? Was I transparent? Those are things that regardless of outcome, the recruiter can control through communications, through updates. And so what we find is we do get a lot of positive feedback and that's not a bad thing. I think the problem is, and why there's such a negative reputation is because not enough people are asking. And so it's just those people who are upset, pissed off, that are going out there to those other anonymous review sites and they're, they're venting. And so through great recruiters, we're giving everybody the opportunity to share that feedback. And we find that there's a lot more positive things that are happening than negative because we're centered on the experience with the individual, not the outcome of the search. Is feedback anonymous or at least the perception of the feedback is, is anonymous? 
or do people or do reviewers know that there there's a name on the on the feedback? No, I mean, reviewers know we surface it and it's uh, uh, many of our clients opt to ask for feedback from the recruiter's voice. So it's it's hey, Adam would love your feedback or hey, you work with Adam. Can you provide your feedback? Um, we then have a, a ability for them to say they want this to be public or private. Um, so there is a believe that there's an understanding that this is positive information. Um, or this is this is not anonymous. Um, it's somebody specifically asking for that feedback on that experience with that individual. So there's no point in our process that says, you know, keep this anonymous because there's enough of that. And you can't solve problems, you know, with anonymous feedback. When you get anonymous bad review, you spend all this time and energy trying to figure out who it is, right? Oh, I know this person left, maybe it was them. And, and so much energy is wasted. And we're like, if you're willing to give feedback, then you should be willing to allow somebody to be able to intervene uh, and resolve that issue if there is one. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. And I'm curious, you, you mentioned a, a, a partnership or I guess a product, a product or partnership uh, staffing referrals yeah. um, that you've, that you've, you've gotten into. Can you explain kind of what that is and how that benefits uh, your clients? Yeah, definitely. Part of our review process, uh, if the review is positive, we ask if you'd like to provide a referral. And that was something we put in day one, just my experience as a recruiter. The number one reason you don't get referrals is you simply forget to ask. So our platform, if the review is positive, we simply say, hey, is there anybody you'd like to recommend to, you know, Joel? And if it's negative, we certainly don't ask that question. So we help to generate those referrals from the upfront review process. Where staffing referrals takes it on is they bring in and anybody that refers somebody becomes an ambassador to that brand. And so they're really, uh, you know, referrals on steroid where they're able to create these ambassadors through all the candidates that had great experiences and help manage that referral flow, drive jobs to them. So essentially, it's helping to make your candidates an extension of your own recruitment team. So how does a staffing company see value from the platform? Yes, candidates are happy, but where does the ROI come from? You know, it's it's. I think there's there's two pieces of ROI. Um, we do a ton, obviously, in the in the the, the, the situation we're in right now with with COVID and everything. Um, nursing has been an area where we've had a lot of focus, and so uh, a lot of our companies in the travel nursing is they're realizing the ROI on placement from those referrals. You know, my wife being a nurse, they're not on LinkedIn typically. They have close networks, so when somebody has a great experience with the recruiter, they're going to recommend their friends. So I think from a direct ROI perspective, they see it right there. The other piece we have is every recruiter has a recruiter profile and they can use this profile in their introductions with new candidates out there in the marketplace. And we've heard more times than now that we've gone to a remote workforce, you can't have that human to human interaction that many recruiters are accustomed to. So how do you 
help somebody understand who you are, what people think about working with you. They can't meet you face to face. And so they're directly sharing this profile. Say something like, hey, Chad, we haven't met before, but I help folks like you. In fact, don't take my word for it. Check out what people think about working with me. And we're hearing more and more from recruiters that people are specifically telling them, I'm calling you back because of your reviews. And so finding talent isn't always the toughest thing. It's getting talent to want to call you back. And we're certainly helping uh, to get more callbacks to those recruiters. Okay. That 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 in itself is still kind of, it, well, it is. It's, it's anecdotal. And when we're talking about staffing companies, staffing and RPO, this is their business. So they should be doing this better than anybody else. And generally, they're focused when they're adding technology, they're focused on ROI. I love the whole idea of experience. I love the whole idea of getting my my recruiters out there in the face, just different ways of doing that. But at the end of the day, it all comes down to what is this going to generate from a profit standpoint to my bottom line? And we certainly see the profit standpoint from the referrals turning into placements and then from recruiting management. Simply, if you're able to make faster decisions, I mean, if you think about how long it takes to find out a recruiter might not work out, what our clients are telling us is that they're making better decisions faster on their recruitment team. They're also getting their recruiters up to speed faster because they're able to share feedback on some of their best recruiters, training and development perspective. So from that, I think that's a direct ROI when you can cut down the amount of time it takes to figure out if somebody's going to work out um, or you're able to get a recruiter up to speed faster better position them for candidates to want to work with them and with your firm. Uh, that's certainly an ROI that our clients are realizing today. So speaking of ROI, you have a story on your website, a company called Alpen Group. I believe I'm saying that correctly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that they tout that their Google rating uh, on their reviews went from a 2.3 to a 4.1. I'm curious if there are other stories like that and exactly how does that happen? Um, in other words, does the staffing firm at proactively say, we'd really love a good, you know, we'd really love your feedback on Google or Glassdoor, or is this just by accident because there's greater engagement and feedback's happening organically and not by sort of push, uh, push campaigns? Uh, it's, it's happening automatically through push campaigns. So as we identify people who have a positive experience, um, one of the use cases uh, a client started doing and, and Applin certainly adopted was we have a positive review, thank you. So, you know, from the negative side, what can you do to resolve those issues? From a positive side, what can you do to help automate that follow-up? And one of the things we have is a positive review, thank you. And so after that review is completed, uh, clients can send out an automatic email and many of those clients simply ask the question, hey, thanks so much for your positive feedback. Would you mind sharing this on, let's say, Google? Or would you mind sharing this on Glassdoor? So we're just trying to automate that process that normally I think firms would be doing to help solicit feedback on those third-party platforms that don't make it really easy to do so. Excellent. So talk to us about partnerships. Uh, Partnerships overall from integration standpoint, making this all easier for the staffing company. And then also, you know, what revenue partnerships do you have in place? Yeah. So we have several channel partnerships with marketing companies. And so if you think about it, marketing companies in the staffing industry have a tough time really differentiating their websites. 
They might have a testimonial on there, but it's manufactured content because there's no uh, source of origination. So a lot of the tools that we have from a marketing standpoint, the marketing firms love because they're able to create things uh, like embedded testimonials that directly link back to the company's great recruiters profile, providing validity to that review feedback. Uh, the testimonials come through there. Uh, we have recruiter profiles, as I mentioned. And so uh, a big trend that we see and, and a lot of firms I think that are leading or adopting this, they're not keeping their recruiters in the back closet. They're actually using them as the tool to say, we are a recruiting firm. It's Our service is recruiting. Here are the recruiters you're going to work with. And through our tool, then we're able to help uh, people be able to make decisions which recruiters they want to work with by surfacing the reviews and their testimonials. So Channel partnerships, certainly from a marketing standpoint, a ton of user generated content that they can use uh, in their marketing efforts. And then we have uh, partnerships with uh, companies that are doing organizational type development, training and development. They love this tool because they're coming in and doing training and development. And if they're helping to train a recruitment team, this real time feedback really helps them to be able to pinpoint areas of improvement for specific recruiters and be able to, you know, really tailor training and development programs for that individual. Okay. Um, from a technology standpoint, excited. We're doing a lot with Bullhorn, obviously. Herefish uh, by Bullhorn is a, I was their second customer and love those guys. And they're doing a lot around automation. So we're actually having a webinar. I think it's on September 16th to really talk about how you can leverage uh, your reviews and automation to really bring talent faster into your organization, get them to call you back, get them to want to engage with you. Okay. So from a partnership standpoint, what is your focus? What's your, what's your perfect partner that you guys are focusing on right now, trying to pull in and work with? Definitely from an ATS perspective, so we can continue automating the feedback loop. Uh, and then definitely from complementary tools where they want to in, inject a feedback mechanism, whether it's an onboarding tool like a you know, like an employee stream or whether it's an engagement tool like a Herefish. Uh, so from a technology standpoint, we're looking at some other companies that might be working more in the, the gig type where it's mm -hmm. a little bit faster transaction. And so they want that feedback piece because they don't want to just have it sitting inside internally. They want ways to be able to get that information out there easily. And I think uh, what we're finding is a lot of people are excited about the, the public and, and promotional side of what we provide. Okay. Last one for me. What is the price? How much does this cost? How, what do I have to pay? How does this work? Yeah. So we have a couple different uh, pricing options. You know, some people just want to dip their foot in the water and, and just get the feedback piece. So from an automated feedback piece, it's $2.99 a month plus $25 per recruiter. And so that gets you the operational platform to be able to automate, get that feedback in. And then we have our marketing pro side which allows you and unlocks the social share, the website testimonial, the company and the recruiter profiles. Uh, that starts at $500 base platform fee a month and $25 a recruiter. All right. Hey, uh, last one from me. What uh, What's sort of the end game of the business? I, I don't think you guys have taken any money. Um, is that something in the offing? Um, what's what's sort of your, your mojo here? Yeah, the mojo really is to get companies that want to adopt a tool like this and to put them in the forefront of the industry as, as really the trailblazers. Um, we are definitely looking at being able to create that marketplace to start driving more traffic directly uh, to those companies and reward them for the work that they're doing. So, you know, long term, we've gone from a operational platform that helps to capture the feedback to a marketing and promotional platform that helps them get it out there. Uh, and then the next step is really to help bring the audience to our 
uh, to our clients. Yep. So am I, am I correct that you haven't raised money? And if not, or if so, are you looking for uh, capital as you grow the business? Yeah, currently right now, we are we are angel funded, uh, bootstrapped okay. and angel funded. Uh, we haven't taken on any outside institutional money. Uh, right now, we're in a good position um, to, to not do that. Um, but you know what the future holds, I, I couldn't tell you uh, as we continue to grow. Um, and as the interest continues to grow, um, I think those are definitely avenues we'll, we'll explore. And how big is your, your market potentially? I mean, I assume this is, this is, it can be an international product, but it also seems like there's a ceiling because you're just targeting staffing firms. What does that look like? Well, I think today we're, we're targeting staffing firms and we're starting to have those conversations with talent acquisition departments. Um, because, you know, the experience from the corporate side is somebody has a poor experience with one of your excuse me, your recruiters, they may very likely never buy your product or service again. And so we're doing some things in the background to help to make this fit better into the talent acquisition. Um, they're less, uh, I think, interested in some of the promotional things that we have, and they, they want to focus on more 360 feedback. So from a market standpoint, definitely the, the staffing industry moving into talent acquisition. And I was uh, explaining what we were doing with one of our, uh, with my barber. And he said, you know what, this would be awesome for me to get feedback on my stylist. And maybe they need somebody with a good fade or maybe they, they want somebody that can do A, B and C. So I think what we've built, the core, fits a lot of different services type industries. Fair enough. We'll let your barber know Chad will not be a client for multiple <laughs> reasons. Um, Chad, you know what the bell means. It's time to face the squad. Adam, are you ready? Got your, got your bulletproof vest on? You ready to go? I hope so. <laughs> All right. Chad, get him. Here we go, kids. Okay, Adam. I've got to say that there's no question managers struggle to train, mentor, and lead their teams in areas that matter most. And in most cases, they don't know what the fuck's going on with their team. They might think they know what's going on, but they're not getting the feedback from the actual candidate. They're not getting the information. And one of the things that I really want to hear more from you is from a sales standpoint, people are the product of a staffing industry, period. Not technology, none of that. Only people are the product. And you're that that visual face to, to what these who these people are and what they can actually mean to that staffing organization. Bootstrapped is awesome. And you can stay that way as long as really you're just kind of like fighting with uh, with uh, SurveyMonkey, right? Because there's nobody else out there like you which kind of, it, it helps, but it hurts to an extent also from a market validation standpoint. We hear companies say that candidate experience is paramount all of the time, and yet the candidate experience still sucks. It's not because a company can't fix it. It's because they unfortunately do not see the strategic value in fixing it and spending money to fix it. Integration is obviously the biggest way forward for you because this cannot, say it again, this cannot be a manual process. All candidates who have been engaged with the recruiter should be included and touched by this process to, to be able to get real value, not cherry picking value, which we know is going on, right? ROI, last but not least, you've got to have a number. You are working with staffing organizations coming from the RPO side and Ronstad. Everything that we talked about, we talked about how it's going to impact our EBITDA, 
I don't know how many times we talked about that. It's all about margin. It's all about EBITDA. If you don't have numbers, you are automatically hamstringing yourself right out of the, right out of the gate. You have to know those things. At the end of the day, I think what you have put together is amazing and you have an opportunity to do so much more and stay bootstrapped because you don't have that competition that's out there that's pressing you to get features faster and drive faster. Although you have a ton of challenges, mainly on the recruiter and the manual side of the house. I think if you pull those together and you focus on that and really focus on the people being the product and that ROI number, I think you've got a winner. But until then, my friend, we're going to give you a golf clap. Very well, very well. It's All right, better, my it's turn. better than a round of bullets. <laughs> my turn. My turn. Let the uh, let the big dog eat. Okay, here we go. Um, I I dig this idea. I mean, I was I was initially a little skeptical because. I've seen it from the employer side, the desire to just bury your head in the sand. Don't look at this stuff. It doesn't exist and maybe it'll go away. I think employers to a large degree have come around to the fact that, you know, Glassdoor isn't going away. Indeed isn't going away. These sites that let people sort of transparently talk about your company aren't going away. I think on the staffing side, it's much harder to get some of that feedback, either positive or negative. Um, because they aren't the employer. There's no sort of uh, emotional connection to a staffing company versus you know who my my employer actually is. But I think there's a real uh, serious business case to improve how these staffing companies uh, perform based on these these this feedback loop or this positive feedback. And I do think there's sort of a, a psychological uh, trap for people who are working with uh, with staffing companies as a job seeker to to be proactive and to give feedback, I think it probably skews positive, um, which, you know, for, for the transparency of it, isn't maybe a great thing, but if your clients are, are continually getting positive feedback, um, and also seeing reviews on, uh, sites like Google and Glassdoor, they're going to love your product because they're, they're improving, they're getting more people, they're, they're able to point at like, look at what, um, great recruiters has done from us by taking us, you know, from a 2.3, uh, out of five stars to a 4.1 out of stars. And if you give them the tools to be able to do that, I think you got a, a customer uh, that's going to try it. And you've probably got a customer for life because they can continue to, uh, increase those ratings and increase that, that, that positive momentum with the business. Uh, I think the opportunity to go after, uh, direct employers, is really interesting. I think a lot of employers don't really consider sort of the process, the hiring process. Uh, it's the reviews tend to happen more on, uh, when they leave the, leave the, leave the company, um, which tend to be a little bit negative in some cases. So I think the opportunity is great. I think the price point is probably right on. Uh, I think international growth is going to be pretty exciting for you going forward. Um, and I think what you got is, is pretty cool right now. So for me, it's a it's a rousing applause, Adam. So uh, congratulations, you leave Firing Squad unscathed. Oh, I appreciate it, gentlemen. Thanks so much. <laughs> it's been great talking to you guys, and uh, I love your feedback. I mean, Chad, I think you had some very good good points that you know take away from this and continue to to think about as we grow the business. And and Joel, I appreciate you uh, seeing kind of the, the vision of where we're at and how we have an impact, not just in staffing, but on the, the TA side of the house. So thanks it's all very much. done in love, my friend. Yeah, I know to your it brother. Is. 
Keep us updated, Adam. Awesome. And uh, that would be www.greatrecruiters.com. Good boy. And with that, we out. We out. Thank you. This has been the Firing Squad. Be sure to subscribe to the Chad and Chief podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you're a startup who wants to face the Firing Squad, contact the boys at chadcheese.com today. That's www.chadcheese.com. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.